Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Come with me on a journey into the mind, into the misunderstood and mysterious world of neurodiversity, into a place of daring discovery and desperate darkness, but also, you know, fun. Come with me if you dare. Hello, welcome to Into the Neuroverse. That was very upbeat, wasn't it? I've been talking like Andrew from the Traitors all all week over the last two days. Oh, God, such an ADHD nightmare. Right, I'll get on to that in a sec. So uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, don't forget... Uh, well, yes, welcome to Into the Neuroverse, where we discuss me, Colin Holt, <laughs> and my uh, neurodiversity, my ADHD and possible autism, and with my lovely Mr. Tumnus-like friend, uh, Jamie Tumnus, um, who is neurotypical. Hello, Jamie. I like to tune in to hear a show about Colin Holt. Yeah, I think the whole fact that you want to do this makes you pretty neurodiverse, if I'm honest. I don't think that's yes. normal. I don't think it's normal that you're agreeing to do it, unless there's a, there's some motive that we haven't got to yet. We'll we'll find out. We'll find out. Don't worry. As a traitor, and I'll, I'll rumble you. Yeah, on the traitors, I have been... So I, I did a TikTok video, Jamie. Ugh, can you imagine? I did a TikTok, a TikTok. in the park. It was just, I've been doing an impression of Andrew from The Traitors. Have you watched The Traitors yet? I have not. Okay, you will, you must. He He's basically like a Welsh guy, but he kind of like, he says everything. So he does, you know, like one of us is a traitor, and he's not a traitor, he's got to be faithful, hasn't he? You know, and if he's not faithful, then he's got to be a traitor. You know what I mean? He just states a very obvious thing, but in this kind of like, like he's just had a revelation, you know? I mean, that's just how, how I see it, isn't it? But I got in my head like a, an earworm, I think it's called, isn't it? I just couldn't stop fucking doing it. So I thought I've got to record this and put it out in the world to try and expunge it. But yeah. the problem is I did that, and then it, it's I put it on TikTok, which I've never put anything. Well, I have tried I put it on TikTok and they've realized I've already got five TikTok accounts, all of which I've forgotten I started and then never <laughs> All I of think- which better names. If you want to follow me on TikTok, I'm now something like Colin underscore Holt Six. Whereas I, the last one was Colin Holt Superstar was much better, but I cannot for the life of me work out how to get into it. And now I've got to stick with Colin Holt underscore six, whatever it is, because I'm um yeah, this Andrew video I did in about literally, you know, uh, 50 seconds of work, if you like, and it's got like 100,000 views and like, wow. but now I'm like, oh, okay, because, you know, I finally, I've talked a lot about social media is the devil and how I found it very incredibly stressful, but I've now got to this point, partly because Daniel who helps with this podcast is, is doing my social media for me, which is wonderful. I mean, I'm, you know, telling him what to put and stuff. Um, and he's, he's doing it, which is great. So I have that disconnect. So now I can sort of enjoy it, but I'm like, right, I'm trying to see it as a goal. I'm like, right, I want to do this. And I want to, um, do you know what I mean? It's for a reason. 
it's to try and promote me, get people to my shows ultimately, get people listen to yes. the podcast. It's not because I want to be a, an influencer or anything like that. But now I'm like, okay, I've done this impression of Andrew. So I've got to keep doing that now, haven't I? That's because yes. next to it on the little grid is is my stand-up video of me doing some excellent stand-up. I mean, to be fair, it's on about fifteen hundred now. But mm-hmm. still you're like, oh come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. Watch the thing like Come on, gang. <laughs> But still, sod it. I'll have it. I'll take it. But what it did, ADHD wise, it just went. I spent the whole day yesterday trying to do work and just refreshing it. I put my freedom, th- but just like because it's just incredible. I, I, the dopamine hit is unbelievable out of this world where you're just like, you know, every time you refresh it, it's got a th- uh, uh, over a hundred more likes. <laughs> it's insane. ADHD and remembering <laughs> passwords for accounts. How does that work? Do you have a list? Do you have a book? I had a system. I mean, don't tell me what it using. is because obviously people will, listening will uh, will immediately come. And I don't it. have a book. I do have a system, but it's um, it's fallen apart to be honest because I can't remember which of the things is the closest thing I've got to a system. Weirdly, I'm generally all right with pin numbers. They tend to really go in, like stamped on the brain. Okay, what is it? Um, <laughs> I'm ADHD. Well done. Well done. What a bloody idiot. Don't fall for that. No way, mate. I knew there was an ulterior motive. Um, So, yeah, that was my day yesterday. But apart from that, I'd just like to say I did my work in progress on Access Festival last night online, which you watched most of. I did. But it was good, right? It was good. Fucking hell, Jamie. The end, I couldn't get off. I just couldn't get off. And I was like saying to them, like, guys, we, I've got to go. But and then just start a whole new bit of information. That's becoming a bit of a problem. I need to work right. on that because <laughs> the show has to, as opposed to the show must go on. The show does have to end. It does it's the other finish. side of that coin yeah. that rarely comes up in life? Ken People Dodd, have homes to go to. Yeah, Ken. Well, they were in their homes this time, but they, you know, I mean, I, and my head, my head was hurting because I've been staring at the screen. Ken Dodd apparently used to do shows till like two a.m. Because mm. uh, he just kept going. My auntie was an usher there, uh, there with Ken at the Royal Concert Hall, and she said, he'd, "Yeah, he'd just be there at one a.m. Whatever, he's still going." And they're all just checking their watches, you know. And it's, it's consistently funny and entertaining, but just like like you feel sick because <laughs> you just won't get off the stage. Mm. Fascinating. Um, they say that about they say that about Springsteen that Bruce Springsteen does concerts where he could he just kind of can just keep going because he's got so much material they can just call out numbers and he'll just keep going for you know seven or eight hours how lovely is that i mean that that is the secret to happiness isn't it surely i I mean it's also watching bruce springsteen for six hours yeah well yeah that or ken dodd but being (laughs) watching all bit just because you know there's a lot of people especially comedians who are great and lovely people and all that, but I speak to, and I feel like they don't really like being on stage that much, or it's just like, oh God, here we go. Do you know what I mean? And I, I feel like, oh my God, what are you doing? Like, I literally can't get off. It's wonderful. But there you go. There you go. Um, uh, so, yes, so that was that. But then exciting news, which I meant to say on the show and completely forgot, as I've already told you, but I'll tell the listeners, I'm now locked in. Paboom. Uh, to do uh, a show in Edinburgh 
of that are show. We are we allowed I won't to say where, that? but sorry? Are we allowed to talk about I think that? so. Yeah, Why not? Fuck crazy. it. I was going to talk about it. You can book your tickets because we've done the early, early, early bird. That's how convinced oh, okay. I am this show is worth seeing. And it's um, on sale from, I think it's February the 20th. So that okay. will obviously be all over my website. Um, and it's really exciting. And it's in the room I've always wanted at the time I've always wanted for 20 years I've been doing it and that's I kind of like as soon as it happened but it's weird the thing where you get the a thing you've really wanted and then you sort of go oh do I want that though you know but mm. then I, I sat with down with Kat and she was like yes you do so I'm doing that um Wonderful. so like, this is an absolute rundown of my life right now I start writing a story children's story that's exciting okay. I'm trying to finish things this year it's about finishing a thing started it done a bit you know, do you know what? Conviction. Before I came on this call, I was feeling a bit knackered and a bit sad, and I've come on like the bloody, like I've just had like five coffees or something, haven't I? What's going on, buddy? Um, so they conviction. I think twenty twenty four. That's the plan. That's the plan. So, um, what? So yes, before we start chatting properly, that was just a bit of preamble. Uh, so every week, yeah, me and Jamie discuss a project. A project? Fuck. Discuss. Uh, my words are all over the shop as well. By the way, you're gonna have to. It's it's like one of those word clouds that you know management consultancy people do. That's what my head looks like at the minute. And all the main word is soup. <laughs> it's just going. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, soup. It's just soup. I just keep it. Oh, that was sort of a joke, but now I am. It's become real. I am just sick with soup. Um, so you know, soup. Um, <laughs> No, the the plan of this show, the idea of the show is we chat every week about uh, how my ADHD is going on, if I've got any further with my autism, which I haven't, because can't quite be asked to actually sort it out. But, uh, oh no, that's what we're talking about today, in fact. So I have got further, haven't I? That's the point we're talking about. We try and talk about a particular thing every week, try and stay on track. Jamie's here to help me not go too all over the shop and also to provide a talking point, because otherwise it's just me doing this forever blah 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 and don't forget if you like it and you want to keep it going we'd love you to be a patreon we got a new patreon yesterday that was exciting woohoo and when you get one the email gives you a little one of those little emojis of a you know a popper going off like okay. a pop, you know. like a celebration Hooray. yeah yeah what are they called not poppers um yeah party blowers Party pop, party poppers they are poppers not to be confused with poppers you stick up your bloody nose woohoo no. We did those back in the day. When you Horrible. say we, I mean, I mean me and the gang, the Gedling Post. You and gang. Um. So, yep, yeah. Please, uh, Colin Holt. No, Patreon.com/slash Colin Holt. If you want to support the show, uh, please do that. I want to say that up top, and please do like, subscribe, review the show, give it five stars, or literally don't bother. But either way, uh, it helps, brings people to the show. You know, it's I'm loving doing this show, but I, I only I, I only have so much time in my life and infinite and not infinite money. I need to use that time to make money. <laughs> <laughs> so please make this one of those things. Anyway, let's move on. So, Jamie, what are we what are we going to talk about? What's the plan today? Well, to give people. To give people at home, you know, a peek behind the curtain. So when Connor says we talk about the thing he wants to talk about, normally that involves a WhatsApp message from him like an hour before the show 
saying something that I absolutely don't understand. So uh, what we've had today is about uh, your childhood and your panto and your excitement. Childhood panto excitement. Is that is that what I sent? <laughs> I think I've literally sent you the wrong thing, dude. Well, what, yes, what I mean... Okay, the panto is part of it, but the main point that we're talking about was, did you watch that video I sent you about autism and ADHD? Uh, no. Ah, okay. I was hoping you had. Again, peeking That's behind fine. the curtain. That's do fine. We know, do we know what that means? Did I send it? I'm sure I yes, watched Yes, you did. Thing. You did, but you, you sent it a few days ago, which means, obviously, I've completely forgotten about it. You've forgotten about it. Okay. Bring well, me up to speed. Oh, I, you see, I was hoping you'd have watched it and then you could explain, remind me what she says in it. Uh, but <laughs> she's great. Um, how long is the video? I've no idea. It might only be 10 minutes. Are we going to just break and watch that and then yeah. start again? Well, we can, can we? No, we don't have to start again. We'll just pause it here. Okay. The listeners will just have a, you know. They can get a coffee. She's very real. This feels all right. Everyone get a coffee. How long is it, Jamie? Is it 10 minutes? Uh, I'm just getting up. Oh, it's got adverts. Okay. Listeners, I hope you really enjoy it. This is real edge of the seat stuff. It really is. It's eight minutes. Eight minutes. We can do that. Right, let's pause. <laughs> Hello, welcome back. So we went away and Jamie watched the video while I listened through the Zoom. We only got to about six minutes. We didn't finish it because I I couldn't finish it because I was like, come on, that's enough. Let's talk. Jamie, before we crack on, but anyway, now we're good to go, guys. Before we crack on, was that just out of interest and quite annoying, me doing that? <laughs> you can be totally honest. Was it you quite mean cutting? Were you a bit like, oh, but I'm not, I'm not ready. Do you know what I mean? Did it a bit like? Yes. Good. <laughs> I say as, as like, I, I like to watch things in totality and kind of try and think about it before, before thinking about it. But, uh, yeah, but I'm embracing this. Like you, you said, you just got to a point where you were like, right, I've, I've heard enough. I've got thoughts and I want to get them out. So I guess I, I guess it's a taste. I know it's horrible for you, but it's a taste of what it's like, isn't it? Maybe. Yeah. But I say that's 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 super interesting. That's so, actually yeah. given you. Yeah. I, mean, I won't I will, do it I'll, to you again. I what you've got out of it. I, I was saying earlier that um, I, I heard a thing on the radio this morning that was um, saying to have ADHD is like someone else having the remote control to your brain mm. and just kind of switching channels kind of and you just kind of go along with it so yeah no it's interesting i'm I'm learning so that video was by someone called yo samady sam i haven't got around to watching any more of her one her videos but i like it i like it because she's uh she's english so i feel a bit more related to her nothing against the other ones i've seen are american and australian they're both great but it's quite nice to have someone who could literally be someone who lives in my street chatting away to me God, now I'm suggesting, I sound like I'm saying foreign people can't live in my street. They totally can. Uh, I just felt I quite connected with Yo Samity Sam. So in this video, she's talking about having autism and ADHD, which is literally, I guess, the, the crux of this whole podcast and what I'm discussing. Um, and I thought it was really interesting. And 
But do you know what my immediate thought, and we're not going to go heavily into it because we're going to do what you said, which I think is right, think about it and come back to it. But you were saying earlier you were listening to LBC and Nick Ferrari and James O'Brien were both talking about this news that a lot of kids are getting diagnosed nowadays uh, with these things. And interestingly, Nick Ferrari coming from the right wing, use it as ammunition, say it's all bollocks, you know, they're just making it up. It's not right. They're just not right in the head, which is a line from my show, which is what I grew up with. You know, I grew up, I have a line from my show where I say, you know, we didn't need words like autism and ADHD. The simple phrase is not right. And that really was just what everyone said. Um, and then James O'Brien took it the other way. And, and you know, it's a, an awakening and a revolution and all that stuff. I'm guessing. I don't know. But we're going to talk about that another day. But yeah. it's so ingrained in me. There's so much shame evolved around it. And I'm doubting it all the time myself as well, that, even as I was listening to you watching that video, listening to that video through your thing, I'm immediately thinking about Nick Ferrari thinking, you know what I mean? Someone like that just watches this and goes, well, obviously she's just making it up then. She's just saying she's not that, all that. So she's just normal. What's up with her? Yeah. So it's just more ammunition for those fuckers. But anyway, <laughs> that to one side, she gives some explanations about how you can be both. Um, the first thing she said was that it's, that literally you couldn't be diagnosed with it in the past until very recently. So literally there wasn't the possibility that you could have both scientifically, or scientifically or whatever, psychologically. You either had one or the other. And now they're accepting that you can have both. And she was saying, and this is what I really related to, is how it's kind of this conundrum, conundrum, you know, uh, uh, paradox where I get up on stage and I love talking. I love dancing and <laughs> I love dancing. <laughs> I don't, do I mean dancing? Yes. I, I always put a dance in my show that ends up getting cut out in the final version. <laughs> and I always get really upset and I always like pay someone to choreograph it and then we don't use it. But anyway, um, and I've done it again this year. Don't worry. But um, I, yeah, I love performing. I love talking. I've literally, I haven't stopped today. I'm on a, on one, obviously, but then there's times where I just literally can't speak at all, or I'm just in a room and I don't, can't open my mouth. And I, I've talked about on being on TV, you know, it's like thing I've always wanted to do in my life. And then I found off and I get on it and I just can't speak to anyone. I can't, I feel like a, a golem. <laughs> I feel like a dead person. Do you know what I mean? A, a, a ghoul, not a golem. And then sometimes, do I mean a ghoul? I mean, like as in a zombie. That's what I mean. I feel like I'm not really there. Right. Um, and I get, I can get that random points of people I know really well, you know? Um, but my birthday's a good example in that I'm always like, for this year, I've got loads of plans, really excited. And I set them up and I want it all, to all happen. It'd be this big, like, rah! and not that it's celebrating me, but just this, like, yeah, I get all these people that I love together, blah, blah, blah. And then sometimes I'm just like, oh, I don't know what to do now. And I just, I offer some, literally <laughs> on my birthday, I think the one you came to where we went camping the first night, you came on the second night, but I got everyone together. Was, ah, and then I had to go and lie down for about three hours because yeah. <laughs> I couldn't bear being, I, I didn't know what to do and I couldn't function around them. And they were, things were really bothering me. Like people kept doing the barbecue because we were camping and doing the barbecue. And it was like, stop doing the barbecue. I don't want to do. And again, it sounds like I'm like, I want the attention. It's not that I want the attention, but it's just like, why are we doing this barbecue thing? This is, and I know we're doing the barbecue so we can eat, but I was just like, I couldn't bear it. Anyway, that's a lot of information I've thrown at you, but I thought that was very interesting. Um, and she said just how, you know, sometimes she's able to be the life and soul, whatever. Sometimes she can barely speak. Sometimes she just wants to be alone, no one around her. Sometimes she has to be in crowds and just feel that music and that 
life around her. Mm. I'm just going to quickly go for everything here and sometimes how the traits seem to balance each other out so people can say, oh, you're not either because, well, you can't be ADHD because you struggle in social situations where you can't be autistic because you can't stop talking, you know? Um, sometimes she doesn't want to talk. Sometimes she can't stop. And it was interesting. I thought she said how YouTube is a great place to now she can just blah, 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 blah. You know, and there's no, she doesn't have the social stigma. And then the last two things I wrote was that she talks about the visual thing of it freaks her out to look around the room and just see a mess which I have, I'm looking at my desk now and it's bothering me as I'm talking to you. But at the same time, I can't, the idea of sorting it is is beyond my reach. And then also she said about topics, you know, a lot of people think you're to be autistic, you have to have like one thing you're obsessed with, like dinosaurs. You know, mine is very much Marvel comics. Um, but with ADHD, you're into a lot of things. And she says with ADHD and autistic people is that you, you tend to have your big one <laughs> And then lots of little ones, which I can also relate to. You know, big ones, comics, little ones, doing these podcasts, that kind of stuff. Mm. And oh, the uh, I think that's everything. Yeah. So there we go. In a, I've just done your job for you. Why did I do that anyway? <laughs> so do, what what did you think about any of that? Does that ring true for you? I mean, for me, even from you, it's, it, it's super interesting. I I, I really like. Um, what you're saying about um so i i have a friend who has uh what they describe as a social battery and and they have like a certain amount of energy for social situations and that can very quickly run out and once it's done it's like i just need to be in a dark space uh and uh -huh. be quiet for for you know to sort of recharge that battery um so I don't know. It's, it, it sounded like a, a sort of similar thing. Like it, it's not. It doesn't come from a desire not to do those social things. It just suddenly kind of overwhelms. Overwhelms yeah. you. Um, I'd a fr I, uh, an, act, uh, an actor and comedian I know who's like just one of those people who turns up and you're like, here we go, great. Do you know what I mean? They're going to be so funny and so entertaining mm -hmm. for ages. And then after a bit, I've seen it happen. It's literally like C-3PO when they turn him off. You know, when he goes, power down for a minute, sir. You know, may I power down for a minute, sir? And he's like, yeah, sure. And he's like, and it's literally, and he's just gone. He's literally mm -hmm. got there's like nothing behind his eyes. Um, so yes, what you just said, I think that's absolutely true. I think a lot of that, does that come from being a performer, like being sort of expected to be to be on all the time? Do you Do you get that? No, I don't feel like I have to be shut down time. as soon as I said that. But <laughs> well, do you know what? What it is is actually I'm definitely experiencing it today, which has really thrown me. I'm not. I don't think I'm being particularly entertaining, but I'm definitely not shutting up. And I didn't expect that because I actually felt quite balanced earlier, even a bit sad. Uh, well, not sad about anything in particular, just a bit like deflate. You know, a bit like de-energized. Um, mm. But what I was thinking was, what tends to happen, I will come back to your question, but as you go blah, 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 and then you go into the power down stage, and then you, if you're like me, and this is the thing I'm trying to learn not to do, is you get a wash, like a tidal wave of shame and guilt that you've done the previous thing, that you haven't stopped. Do you know what I mean? And then, so even talking to you, like in my head's going, oh, fuck, what's Jamie? 
I've just been talking to Jamie, haven't I? He's getting so annoyed. It must be so boring. Do you know what I mean? All this stuff's happening. I get it with therapy. I apologise to my... I'm going to see him later. I apologise to him sometimes. I go, I'm so sorry. I just keep talking about myself. <laughs> you are paying for that privilege, um, I see. I know. I know. Well, sometimes I'll go, sorry, I'm just talking about that. You, you probably want to hear something else. Do you know what I mean? As in you want to hear... Sorry, I've been spent too long on that subject. But to your question, I think it's probably more the other way around in that you have this thing that has to come out and that in normal life you're you're sh- you're ashamed you you are ashamed for having it regularly mm. if you if you're you know in certain situations and um the the stage or whatever is a place it can come out and people not only accept it but if you get it right love you for it you know and applaud you for it mm. i i think so i think but i don't feel i have to be on all the time actually i've um why is that I think in situ, where would I have to be on all the time? I think I'm either on or off. I sound like Andrew now from the traders, you know, I'm either, I, I'm either 100% on or I'm completely off, you know, I can't be one or the other. I mean, I've got to be one or the other, I can't be both. But um, I find, um, uh, yeah, I guess, when do I have to perform? Do you know what? I can do it. Like when I'm trying to get a pilot off the ground, I have to go and see a commissioner or something like that. You know, maybe one day it'll be a series. I mean, it's been 20 years, but I go in and, but I, you know, I, I, then I can really perform on cue and I need to, and it's good. You know what? Once I went in for a, to get a pilot with someone to try and sell a script with someone, and it was really weird because I didn't, I didn't know him that well. And I hope he doesn't hear this and take offense. But we'd written this thing over Zoom and stuff, and I hadn't really got to know him. And in the room, I sort of started doing my thing, and he started doing something similar as well. And it really threw me. And I was like, shut up. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> What's going on? And I realized I didn't actually know it. Do you know what I mean? We'd, in fact, we'd never really been in a room together because it had all mm. been done this way. So that can really throw me because I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. I am now... I'm essentially doing a show. Conversely, when I'm at the gym and and the guy who runs it is giving us the instructions or, you know, telling us how to do it and someone's chitter-chattering. When I say gym, it's like a class that I do, but it is in the gym. But, you know, weightlifting and stuff. When someone's, you know, chatting about their day to someone else in the corner, I I cannot bear it. I get so angry. It's like I have to really push my anger down do you know what I mean? And I suppose I should just go, guys, shut up. But that also is such a so would be such a social leap for me to do that. Yeah. But I can't bear it because even though he's just given instructions, some of which you might have heard fifty times before, it's still like, no, dude, he is performing right now, or he is on a stage. You can't fucking talk over him. That is the rudest possible thing. Do you know what I mean? I can't. I can't imagine people doing it. It drives me so insane. Anyway, there you go. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Is it like being on being on an aeroplane? Uh, I get really annoyed when people are talking during the like the safety demonstration and they, they, and they they always have at the beginning of the safety demonstration they have a thing where they say that you may have been on you know you may be like the most mm. experienced flyer ever but this plane may be different so please do listen and it's like guys can everyone just pipe down and listen yes if, yeah if i this do get happens that in the flight you're going to be very sorry that you spoke over this I do find them very interesting because I feel like that is a performance they're doing, but it's mm. not a performance they want to do. So they're having, you know, the classic light where they're going through the motions, you know, and their kind of eyes don't quite look at you. So do you know yeah. what? In honesty, I, I'm with you, but I also find it confusing, those ones, because I'm like, is it, is it, come on, if you're doing a show, give me a fucking show, darling, to Don Don't half do it. <laughs> I, I will 100% give you my attention, but come on. And a lot of the time they just can't quite be bothered which i understand because mm. because in reality they're not they're not on stage they're just showing you some safety demonstration but yeah i yes. agree i agree i agree and also that's you know then you're like well these people if we are in trouble these people aren't going to be able to help me are they yeah and i'm going to tell them as well like if, if if we land in the ocean like i'm not going to help you because you weren't listening earlier on some people have a very good shush yeah, no, exactly. Leave them to drown because they should have. Do you have a good shush, Jamie? Directors often have a good shush. Bill um, who goes to the gym. Old Bill, love him to bits. He's seventy and he's lifting weights next to me. What a dude! But he, if people are chatting, he'll go. He'll just go. Like he'll, I can't. He does it so, but it's so commanding, authoritative. But also, there's no, you know, there's no baggage. You just listen. I don't know whether, okay, shit, Bill did that. It's by Sergeant Majory. Hey, shh. I, I don't know whether it's a it's a social embarrassment that you can't do it. I I was I was I saw a theatre performance at the weekend because that's the sort of person I am. That's that's what I do. Oh, why um, not? I went I'm and saw. Of it, mate. I went and saw a play, and there was there was just somebody on the front row who was being so rude. It was such it was such a quiet little play, uh, and they they had their phone out at one point. They were. Uh, rustling sweet papers and you know all the classic kind of oh, things man. And, and i was at the back row and they were on the front row and i i honestly i would have so loved to have just stood up and go would you please what why is it that you're so and did no uh, one do that no everyone just sort of let it go and mm. i don't maybe if someone I did speak up maybe they wouldn't do it again i had I a situation uh when i recorded the anna's angels podcast which is out which, you know what i haven't listened back to which is really it could anything could be on there and i'm just like yeah put it out it'll be fine i mean <laughs> have you listened to it i didn't know it was a thing and i, I it's out there it's, I it's, drink it's up all of your to content. be listened 
oh god you, you must be so dumb in my content by now but i um yeah there was a was it Ferrana's? no i take I, t- I take it back it wasn't for that podcast recording i did that podcast recording, and then straight after i hosted a show as anna in the same room you know it was a kind of double bill god that was tiring let me tell you um but first off there was a guy in the front row who was adhd and told me almost immediately and uh was uh and also had a lot of things going on with him and and he was a lot of fun but I was like, but I could deal with him because I was like, okay, I know what to do with you. But then somewhere in the middle, because he, he was also wanting the show to work. Do you know what I mean? He was very mm. pro it. But in the middle of the room was this woman with a friend. And I think she was a bit hammered. And she was, um, I think they papered the show a bit, you know, because it was the first of these things. Right. And um, so she got him free, I reckon. <laughs> but she was just like chatting. You could just hear that all the way through everything you were saying. Mm. But and this is a terrible thing to say, but the look on her face looked quite evil, like quite like not someone you'd approach. That's a terrible thing to say, but I don't know where it was at. Like it's sort of face like ah. So it wasn't like so it was like, do I talk to them, or am I wish, risking bringing on? I had to bring someone else on. Do I risk opening, making things so much worse? And then the second one, I thought, what am I doing? And so that someone else came on, did their bit, and I said to everyone, I think she's a bit. I don't know what's going on with her, but just you know just to warn you um and then i thought this isn't okay i'm the mc you know i'm knackered but i'm gonna i need to do something i've got to get over this terror weirdly she did remind me a bit of my mum when my mum's on one and i think that was why it kind of freaked me out she has a similar sort of look in her eyes of sort of panicked animalistic do you know what i mean (laughs) yeah social probably probably the same thing as me social terror but it's Mm. coming out quite defensively and aggressively she doesn't know to shut up do you know what I mean but it wasn't heckling it wasn't joining with the show it was pure not that I really like that either this other guy was just everything I said he was like oh yeah I do that oh yeah I do it's like okay right we can deal with him but she was just it was just this little like and then I kind of like somehow I can't remember how but I brought her in and got her name I can't remember her name but her name she told me a full name then she told me like the nickname her boyfriend used to call her which was interesting but it was something like sammy or it's more like sam sam or something like that you know it's some sort of like so i kept calling her that as anna you know so it works as anna man and it was lovely and she i just made kept her and i just have to go hey sam sam come on stay in i mean i had to just and she loved it and she was like do you know what i mean like a child in wonder because i'd connected to her i reached out to her but it was really scary for me to do that because it was just a person where i was like I mean, it sounds very insulting saying like this, but genuinely just the look in her, in her face was someone I wouldn't want to ever get in a conversation with. Awful thing to say. And then I realised she was probably just afraid or like there was some social terror going on. Maybe she'd never been to anything like that. Mm-hmm. And maybe she was also a bit pissed and just a mate would just look really embarrassed. But she completely opened up and sort of made the night great, you know. Um I don't know how much you can relate that to real life, but sometimes, you know, if you can just fucking leap into the unknown, terrifying though that is for anyone, particularly I think if you've got autism or whatever, you know, but if you can sometimes just, I'm just going to jump, just jump, <laughs> just see what happens, you know. Maybe that person, maybe the face you're reading on that person or the behaviour you're reading on that person is completely opposite to what you think it is. You know, I mean, it's still really annoying and had to be dealt with. Mm. Uh 
I waffled on a bit there, didn't I? But... It's interesting what watching watching your your access show last night, um, mm. which I guess might be available um, to rewatch at some point. Is It'll it, be on catch up, I okay. think, you know, the next few days. Yeah, um, not only for a couple of days, but I'll, I'll message about it. Obviously, it's an interesting situation that way. You're where you're talking to to people in a sort of Zoom environment mm. where they're all in their own homes and they're all sort of able mm-hmm. to kind of carry on their business uh but they amazingly work as like a respectful audience as you would kind of normally expect if they were in an auditorium um, i mean they're beautiful like no one... people they've, they've become a real tribe you know they all kind of support each other and a few have been to my gigs but a lot of them are people who don't leave the house or you know certainly don't leave the house for gigs and stuff and it's so it's it that's why it's called access i think because it is for people who can't get to gigs and it's like mm. i'm going from the pandemic because well, we have like so in in theatre and comedy now, there's generally um, they have relaxed performances where people uh-huh. can go, um, where it's just a performance where the rest of the audience kind of expect there to be people who kind of can't maybe <laughs> they have Tourette's or they or they need to leave, you know, get up and go. I'm not um, laughing at that. I'm laughing at the thing that you're saying. But yeah, yeah, they do, don't they? Because I, I was just thinking, because once I was uh, in a very oh. awkward situation where I yeah. almost shushed somebody in, in uh-huh. the theatre because they were talking all the time. Yeah. And I, they were just talking to each other. And it was only because I just caught like a fraction of what they were saying just before I was about to shush them, where I realised that um, it was a blind person and someone was describing what uh-huh. was happening on stage. Um, I think, that, I mean, that was... That happens quite concept. a lot. That was before the concept of a relaxed performance, so it was kind uh, of unexpected. Um, yeah, but that's but, it's, but also, I, I mean, I think relaxed performances. I think that's a great thing, and I, but also, I guess you should be aware of that anyway at all times. In a weird way, do you know, I th- do you know what's funny? Is I was going to see a play with my friend, and I couldn't see it, which I was in the end because I was doing gigs. It's very annoying, but anyway, um, but I was like trying to find, and it all sold out by that point. And there was like a few relaxed f- performances, and even though I have neurodiversity i talk about it all the fucking time i literally do this podcast with you my initial response was 100 percent nick ferrari genuinely i saw that relaxed performance and i thought oh what because the actors are getting a bit tired they need to have a like <laughs> i genuinely thought it meant that the actors like have a show where they don't really try too much or right. they like don't put in too much effort yeah because they you know and, give I'm them a break just, come on and like i was like i was like in my head i was like because there's like a couple of like big tv stars in it i was like oh great because they're such big tv stars i just completely got hijacked mentally by a sort of right-wing pundit and just immediately went oh yeah right i get it yeah because they can't be bothered and i know and then i sort of read up on it and it's like no it's like it's uh i mean the phone didn't go no colin but anyway but i looked it up and it was like oh yeah we're these are it didn't say oh yeah we're but it said this is a performance for people you know with with um I, I can't remember what the word you know, but people with uh, who who find normal performances difficult, and it's also the main thing is that if yeah, if you do have Tourette's or whatever, you can just shout out, and it's not. Do you know what I mean? It's not a thing as such, or yeah. if you're moaning or rocking or doing whatever stimming things you need to do, and often you do those things because you're excited and you're into it. Do you know what I mean? It's not because you're trying to disrupt the show, but I think as a performer, I think I need to obviously now I'm going to have to like going forward really be more and more aware of this um because i think i am hopefully if this show goes as well as i want it to i'm gonna get a lot of neurodiverse people coming and stuff and it's it's interesting because then you're like 
yeah, I have to be aware of that. And I have to take that on board. I did one of my shows in Havana Man. There was a guy who was really weird and I did a bit of interaction with him and he was really odd. And like I said, what's your name? And he like went, Boris fucking Johnson. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> and he was, like, he was like an older guy in his 60s, whatever. And it was really like, oh. And it was so very... It wasn't, it wasn't actually him. We, we're no, it wasn't sure. Boris it wasn't Johnson. Because <laughs> that would have been even worse. Oh, man. I noticed what they did a show for him. And uh, yeah, he said he was a bit dickhead, as you can imagine. But anyway, but... Um, I, uh, yeah, but a personable dickhead, you know, like I am, to be fair. I would consider myself a personable dickhead. But mm. this guy, yeah, so, and then he sort of was a bit weird, so I was like, uh, you know, made, made a bit of a ha-ha, but moved on. And then he just, he was just weird, and then, and he's right at the front again, and and then um, halfway through, or toward, in the last 10 minutes, you know, and it ends with that very, which Jamie, of course, you helped create that lovely ending. And he's on his phone, just on his phone. <laughs> and it's really bright. And I had to go, mate, you've got to turn that off because it's everyone can see it. And people, and he was just like ignoring me. And people at the back were like, shouting, dickhead, dickhead, do you want to turn your fucking phone? You know, and, and in the end, he just sort of like put it away and sort of shrugged. But it really took a lot. You know, I was like, okay, thanks. By that point, I was starting to clock, maybe, you know there's more going on. Um, and then afterwards his partner said to my friends who were also sat next to him, uh, you know, was like, I'm so sorry about that. They brought him because he is neurodiverse and they heard the show only a tiny bit, but talks a bit about neurodiverse. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's a real, I mean, at the same time, you know, I've got to make the show for everyone. I can't like stop the show, but well, I don't know, maybe I can. Do you know one of the weirdest things ever? I think it was the first Adamant show. There's a very brief moment where I, it was quite all my man shows are very involved aren't they like the whole audience are in it kind of thing you can't really i escape, mean only the one you know? i worked only the one i worked on but yeah. yeah yeah sure but the first one there's a bit where i talked about death but i i just sort of went right chapter two death or something like that and it was like death is a real problem actually which is one of my favorite lines but um this woman just immediately burst into tears on the front row crying and crying and she was like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and i was like no it's all right and i i sort of stopped the show and as anna and this really sounds like i'm blowing my own trumpet but i am genuinely it's one of my proudest moments staying as anna and still joking <laughs> i managed to have this like two minute chat with her about it and like still throwing in gags, but not in that kind of like, you know, sometimes as comedians, when someone says something a bit upsetting and comedians are like, all right, we won't talk about that right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or kind of like, yeah, we'll leave that for now. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Which is fair enough, because as a comedian, you're like, fuck, how do I talk about, you know, a guy the other day started talking about multiple sclerosis and started telling me he had multiple sclerosis. I was like, all right, okay. <laughs> and, do you know what I mean? Within banter, it's quite hard to to chat about that. But I, I don't know. I mean, it was, it was, but it was one of the most remarkable moments I was very proud of how I handled it, but also I think the, I'm proud of the audience and her, the way we all just, it was literally like a community came together for about, for a few seconds, mm. a few minutes, and we just all helped her. And then she was okay, and we carried on with the show. It was really, and people were like kind of saying, it was just like this lovely, lovely moment. And I was like, do you want to go? Because you totally can, don't worry, you know, come back another day. She's like, no, 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 I want to stay. Really sweet and really lovely. And uh, I don't know, it makes me think, I don't know. I guess all shows should be relaxed performances in some ways. I mean, but then where's the line? Where where is the line of when is someone being a dickhead and looking at their phone? Yeah, is someone 
doing that for other reasons. And also there's the fact, of course, as my wife points out to me a lot, you can be autistic and still be a, an absolute prick, <laughs> which is it was interesting that, that are mutually about, whatever the word yeah go on. when they stop when they when they put up signs to stop people singing along at the bodyguard um mm. and such mixed feelings about that because I'm, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm pretty sure that you know I, I go to concerts and I think I've I think I've sung along and then and then thought oh yeah maybe the person next to me didn't want to hear me singing along yes to hear what was going on on stage yeah Someone told me they went to see Depeche Mode the other day, and which I was very jealous of. And they did the thing like, everything counts in large amount. Got the whole crowd singing it. And he said it was amazing. But to me, I was like, oh, I'd hate that. Mm. I'd feel awkward because I'd feel like, yeah, but you're the performer. So yeah. I do, yeah, I do struggle with that. I don't know with that one because I think, also part of me is like, if you're going to put the bodyguard on, not to sound snobby, but no, do it's a certain type of thing, isn't it? It's not like you're putting on a Chekhov play or something. The bodyguard is there to get people enjoying. I always uh, sing along to Chekhov every time. <laughs> Cherry Tree is one of my favorite songs. Oh my uh, god, do you know the worst thing in the entire world? Apologies if you've done this in a show, but it's when they do like Shakespeare and they do a comedy. In inverted commas, mm. some of them are funny. I don't. I think I I go back on that. Some of the Shakespeare stuff is very funny. Uh, you know, it's a bit of a, a a dumb thing to say. The comedies are uh, the most unfunny things ever. But when they, I think the comedies are funny, but not always for the reasons the people doing them think they are. And when people then try and make it like we're just having a laugh, you know, it's as you like it. Come on, let's have a jape, a merry jape. Or whatever come nuncle let us you know and they sort of improvise a bit and it's a bit like ee, and then they get guitars out and start doing you know like this isn't the one i'm thinking of but you know like kind of the rain it raineth every day da, 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 which is it's 12th night isn't it but they're doing that but they're doing it in this like rock and roll way and they're trying to get everyone clapping and stuff like that and like come on get up on stage you're thinking no 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 why are you getting me up the stage at the end of a shakespeare play this is horrible uh there was one i saw in particular i can't remember what it was but it was the most horrible thing i've ever seen the actor was a good actor he was like they're all good but he's like quite famous now i can't remember his name but he's in quite a lot of stuff but at one point he sh he, he came on with like a sequin jacket and playing guitar um to this song and it was like the rain it raineth every day or whatever and then at one point and he's tried to get everyone on stage and clapping and stuff and then he like put put a fist in the air and went bring it on shakespeare which i thought was just I think it was the worst moment of my life in many ways. Yeah. I think I cried. I couldn't bear it. Have you done that on stage? That You know what I'm talking about, don't you? It's as soon as the tankards come out. Once them tankards come out, yeah. and everyone's doing enforced jollity, but in Shakespeare, it's, it's, it's just, it has to be, someone has to stop this. <laughs> and he's not around to do it. He's like, not around he was, to do it. He was still around. What do you, what's your have you ever, have you ever done that N4 Shakespeare jollity? Have you ever I've you seen it? Have you, have you ever seen it done well? I've, I've refused to join in with that sort of nonsense. No. Um, yeah. Panto, yeah. Go for it. I was going to, I was going to say Panto. You know, I, Panto I in, is I on my list panto. of things we're going to talk about as well. It, it so is. The segue, go on then. I, I was in a Panto once. 
and, I, and it was once because I was very snobby about pantomime and I was like, I'm never going to do that. And then somebody asked me to do one and I said, I will only do it if I can uh, be like the joke is I'm like an actor that doesn't realize they're in a pantomime. So I just play it like dead straight. Like it's a very serious drama, which I thought was going to be hilariously funny. Right. Um, and it was not received well because they just. Well, you played it like sort of Chekhov or something like it. Yeah. Was... I just played it like it was a straight play, which I thought was hilarious, but it was yeah. mainly for my own benefit. And it was like, it was a panto crowd. Like it was, it was a three week run and it was sold out and they all thought I was terrible. Wonderful. Um, Who were you playing? And I, and I look back on that with great shame. Uh, like, I, I no, he's not. Or... Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. That kind of thing. Yeah, basically, I was just kind of eye rolling at everybody around me. I don't think you understand. He's behind you. <laughs> See, look, I think that's funny. It is funny. Um, it's a very specific audience you're going for i guess yes but the, the kenilworth courier were not impressed they were oh. they were deeply deeply unimpressed oh, they hate everything those guys <laughs> well i don't know how long we've been talking if it's probably longer than we think isn't it i'm gonna what day is it now thursday i, don't I gotta do a lot of therapy after this um, i thought this was i thought this was therapy I'm this just... is like my this genuinely i try and put it before my therapy so this is like pre-therapy <laughs> right Guess the juice is flowing. So finally, to go on to Panto, yes, yeah, so I I said to you Panto, the reason mm -hmm. I said this, I used to do school plays, as you can imagine, and we did a Panto, and I played the Demon King, which I don't know if that's, is that a thing? Maybe it was in Aladdin. I don't, I think that's, I don't know it's why nice. the Demon King was in it. But as you can imagine, I play, I relished the role mm -hmm. playing a sort of Scar from Lion King type, you know, I am the Demon King sort of thing probably inspired a bit by nightmare before christmas that kind of thing yep. uh loving it giving it 110 percent, and everyone thought it was great everyone loved me as the demon king and i just have it just that video we watched yo oh Samity sam just really made me think for some reason that was what and i've always go back to this memory sometimes when i think about adhd and i think about this like Blah, blah, blah. You know, because I meet a lot of actors who have got ADHD. And I told you the other day, someone said to me, oh, you don't really present like it. And it really makes you, because then you're suddenly doubting and all that, you know. She, um, she really didn't mean any offence at all. But it's because her, you know, partner is um, is like full on blah, 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 you know. And I think this gives me the answer, really, because I remember doing it and so being so big and funny. And I said, I know, God, I feel such a twat saying I'm funny. But you know what I mean? Like, I gave it 100%. And everyone loved it and lapping up the crowd and all that. And I just remember standing outside of everyone afterwards. And it was like a sort of, everyone was like, because it had such a good time, all the cast. And it was so fun. And we was just started drinking. We were like 16, you know, cans of lager and stuff. And I just couldn't speak to anyone. I completely, and they were like, what, 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 what's happened to you? And it was like this, but I think it is the powering down, but it's not just the powering down thing. It's just this like, where have I gone? I don't know. Um, and I can't bear to look at anyone or speak to anyone or communicate. And I've just become this thing. Um, I mean, we didn't really need to tell that story because we've sort of covered it all already. But that is what I think of when, when I watch that video. And I think that, so it was good to see that video and to sort of hear from someone, yes, you can be both. And this is what it's like. And, uh, 
and also what she said at the end, which I, I didn't literally didn't let you watch the end because I interrupted too early, but she says like, it's interesting. We tend to find each other. And I think that is true of quite a lot of the people I'm friends with. We do, I are often both possibly because ADHD right. people find us. We're not on the, come on, come on, come on. Cause we drift off and then autistic people can find us too much. <laughs> so it's like a third tribe, basically. Mm. Um, you got nothing to say to that, have you, dude? And that's fair enough. <laughs> I don't know. It, 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 maybe it's it's not an ADHD thing, but it's the sound of seagulls in the background that just make me kind of <laughs> zone into a sort of... Don't tell me about the time when I was at uni and my mate came round, uh, uh, who's in the thing, he was a mate. I didn't know him that. He wasn't like one of my top mates. Uh, he's still a friend, but like um, we didn't normally spend that much time together. But he came around with some weed. You know, you've heard of it. I don't have I it because it sends me bonkers. And I think it was baked or something, you know. But literally, I had some. And it does rather than do the thing of bring you down and calm, it sends me the opposite way. And I go as if I'm, it's like I'm on a pill or something, but it's weed. Okay. And um, so I just never do it now because it's just it's not fun either it starts fun and then it's just like and the poor guy sat there and i start obviously i start improvising and performing and he was just sat on my bed in my room in in halls and i literally for two hours he just sat like nodding like yeah yeah smoking the reefer you know and i while i'm just like just doing this comedy hour or three hours yeah horrendous and he just bless him he just nodded along and like occasionally smiled at something I'd done. I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember any of it. I just remember all my going, and it, here comes the postman. That's all I can remember as part of the improvisation. Here comes the postman. <laughs> and at that, I think when I did that, that was the point where I went, oh, I haven't stopped. Oh, I'm so sorry, mate. I haven't stopped talking for two hours, have I? <laughs> um, much like today's session. I hope you come back, Jamie. You want to do much, don't you? I've genuinely I'll let you just refer to it as a session. It's... Um... <laughs> It's rather telling, isn't it? You do want to do more, don't you, Jamie? Of course I do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, well, thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you come back as well, you listeners. Bless you. And please do spread the word. As I say, reviews are the best thing you could do for us. Um, and get out there and tell your friends and all that stuff. It would be so lovely of you. Um, it'd be great to build up, build up the audience, really, wouldn't it, Jamie? It would be great. People listening. That'd be good. Yeah. No, no, tell us if we're on the right path or not. I have got a few emails from people, but I've probably run out of time for now. But um, obviously, because they're um, like me and you're diverse, the emails are quite fruity and interesting. <laughs> I'm not sure fruity is the word, as in some of them go on for a very long time, and I find it very hard to know where to start. But uh, fine, keep them coming. They're great. It's really nice to hear, and I love that people are passing it on to their friends. And don't forget to patreon.com slash Colin Holt to supporters and go to uh, IamColinHolt.com for gigs and if you want to book me for gigs. And also, if you want... I'm now doing cameo videos. That's why I shaved my beard off. I did an animal. Oh, is that why the beard... Really gone? want... Really need a bit of dosh at the minute. I won't like... So, the ca the cameo, cameo video. Go on Cameo and find Colin Holt. No, they do allow beards, but someone wanted an man. I was going to do it in a beard. But I thought, um, I had a moment of doubt and thought, no, I, I should shave it off. But I hate it. Look, there's so much skin. 
so much <laughs> skin on my face. Uh, uh, I look like sort of H.P. Lovecraft. I, yeah, I, I think I, I shaved my reanimator about 15 years ago and thought, oh, no, it's been there so long. Um, I'm old underneath. I've just realised. So I had Idiot. to grow it back. Jowly. I think that's the word. Yeah. Look at all that. Jesus. Lovely. Thank you, Jamie. I'm going to stop the recording now. Thanks, everyone, for listening. See you all soon. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 